Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is such a big episode. I mean, incredibly big episode. Ashley. We're celebrating you. We are. We're celebrating the evolution of my journey. Um, We have both had big years as far as evolving, you know, because it's true. Well, you got married. I'm having a baby. Mm -hmm. We started a business. I bought a house. You like bought a house this year, too. Like we just I mean. We're adulting, and apparently it's very chuggy to be calling it adulting today. Did you know that? I have no idea. Okay, do you know what the word chuggy is, Ben? Uh, I don't, don't, but we did just have a second voice come in. So with us right now is Ashley's sister, one of our favorite people in the world, Lauren, who is also here to celebrate Ashley and her evolution and how she's evolved her journey of the last year. We're going to bring Lauren in in just a second. Uh, because we have a lot to talk about as she becomes an aunt. But Ashley, you're right. We have had a huge year, uh, both of us. And it feels like we're maturing right before the audience's eyes. I mean, we have, um, you know, it's a cliche to say in the Bachelor world, you know, the word journey. Yeah. But like you and I have really been on quite the journey since being on the franchise. And today, yes, we are celebrating it with Hyundai, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, they, they're they all about evolving your journey. And today they're helping me celebrate the baby boy in my belly. They have sent over some incredible gifts yeah. um, that you guys can't see right now, but oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in an FAO Schwartz. Are you kidding me? That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> off off the mic, I was telling Ben, I was like, those are like the toys that like the, I was so jealous of That's that, what? like the stuffed animals that were like way too expensive that I never, like I never thought mom and dad would, we couldn't, you know, yeah. those were like the rich kid toys. Mm-hmm. I have these huge stuffed toys. animals that Hyundai um, has given us for the nursery and a big like um, like a car and a train set. It's so cool. And I'm so grateful for them. You'll be and posting thank you pictures, so much. right, of these yes, gifts at some will. point? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to hand the mic over to Lauren so she can explain um, what she's been with, how she's been with me throughout the past eight months. You guys can have like some fun chat right now. I can't wait. All right. Well, I don't know what she's been like on the podcast, but (laughs) it's been, uh, I don't know. I want to say like messy, just in general messiness, Uh forgetfulness, blunders. I I don't know. Like overall aesthetically messy. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I forgetful, like we were like packing up the car this week and just, it took two to three hours just to get out of the house because she forgot like a million things. So hopefully once, um, baby Haven comes, it'll be a little less foggy. Yeah. Is that the name? Mm, yep. Baby Haven. Oh, First I baby. Haven. I was like, Haven, <laughs> Haven. That's a wild no. name. Haven is pretty, but Haven, oh. Haven would be weird. Yeah, Haven, okay. Haven. So, um, Lauren, I, you know, I do feel like we have gotten a fairly good glimpse of Ashley mm. on this podcast, uh, really, for the last few months. She hasn't hid much. But if we True. were to flash back 12 months ago, mm-hmm. what, and, and you, were, you were to say, hey, once Ashley is pregnant, this is how I envision Ashley being. Oh, I'm uh, puffy. Okay. I, I envision Ashley to be puffy uh like her feet always in the air elevated puffy whenever i think of her as pregnant like before i knew she was pregnant i was like her lips would be enormous and her feet would be enormous yeah um generally crying all the time which is very on brand she hasn't been crying a lot though really hasn't been why do you think maybe the past like two weeks maybe a little bit emotional just because of stress and everything else going on but overall, besides her being kind of like forgetful and whatnot, per, she's pretty even keeled. Where have you stepped? Emo- emotionally, ex- yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. So where have you stepped in then, Lauren? So where do you see your role being for the last few months? Um, If we lived closer to each other, I feel like I would be delivering her a lot of Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's <laughs> if I could. Um, I haven't been able to do that. My, my role is basically to get her whatever food or drink she needs. Um, but... After baby, I'm, you know, very open to becoming a live-in nanny, being there at all hours. It's so weird. Like, you see so many people go through pregnancy. It's like, oh, yeah, obviously, people get pregnant all the time, deliver babies all the time, but you don't realize, like, how cool it is unless you're, like, you're literally watching a belly grow every single day with someone you're so close with. And Talk about how you've... You, she's the only person who cares about feeling movement on my belly. Oh, yeah. My mom cares. You know, my mom cares, but Lauren... She really feels the belly. Jared has no patience for waiting for movement. How could you not have patience? You put your hand on a belly. That's all you got to do. And then you feel a, a person swimming inside of you. So wild. It's, it's really one of my favorite pastimes. And, and also locating the head and the butt in there because it's a little hard, hard spot. Now, I mean, and just if, in case people don't know, you guys are very close. So when you say you would be delivering food to her, you'd be around a lot mm-hmm. if you guys live in the same area, you're, you're not. Like, that's very true. But you, I'm sure oh, yeah. you're talking all the time, right? All the time. I call her, we're probably talking on the phone twice a day, maybe. And I just say, how, how are you feeling? How's the baby? You know, uh, it, it's, um, yeah. I mean, I wish I could be closer every, every day, but um, she'll be here for the next two months. So then I'm sure a lot of duties will be taken over i have officially taken off working in like february i tell everyone i'm like you have an appointment with me but that's tentative unless i want to go see my nephew <laughs> shout out to lauren's hairdressing <laughs> uh you know business if you want reach out to her uh, at lauren ai on instagram just dm her i and said her, make her, an her hair looks fabulous so I mean, thank you yeah. thank you and really just reach out for extensions that's all i want to do <laughs> <laughs> okay but on on another note um yeah so i'm delivering at the hospital that my dad has worked at for the past 27 years mm. here in northern virginia J- i just knew that i would be more comfortable delivering somewhere where 
I was so familiar with and you know a couple doctors there whatever yeah like I'll probably know the person who gives me the epidural um you know a little little bit of the royal treatment maybe (laughs) and like my doctor my dad's known seriously for almost as probably as long as he's been there so it's just like very comforting for me and Jared will probably be down here like every 10 days until we have a better idea like when I'm going to blow. <laughs> now, I just want to point out that I, Jared and I will both be in the delivery That's room. That's what I wanted to tell you. Yes. About. So if you guys want content, let me know. I do. <laughs> I do. It's going to be so, so when good. Jared passes out, which we think he might, Lauren is going to take over as support. I, I can just see it this way. Like for whatever reason I have in my mind, Ashley yelling, Jared, and jared just hitting the deck Uh, oh yeah it's gonna be how do you know that i yell jared's name like that uh because on the podcast every once in a while he'll like have the dogs barking or there'll be a delivery guy at the door and you'll go yep jared (laughs) (laughs) she has never said a name more in her life yes um now lauren a little bit about this process for you because i'm sure uh as sisters you grew up you know talking about this what is for you personally, what has the emotions been knowing that you're about to be an aunt and also the emotions around when you found out that Ashley was pregnant? Um, you have to go watch the video on Jared. There Instagram. is a video. I'm just I'm screaming in shock. I just, you know, they were trying for a couple months and like every time she would tell me like she wasn't pregnant, I get like super sad and almost more sad than Ashley and so when she said like she was pregnant like I just I just couldn't believe it happened so yeah just screaming so excited immediately went out and bought him Doc Martens um (laughs) but yeah I feel like it's just not gonna hit me until I see him like I'm super excited but I really don't have like I, I don't even know what to expect. I don't even know how to hold a child. How much nicer is it to like be an aunt for the first, like, like, cause I didn't become an aunt mm, until like, true. so I just became an aunt for the first time six weeks ago. Yeah. And it's, it's like nice to like kind of know what my sister-in-law is currently going through, what she went through. Mm. How does it feel for you to be able to like it, watch the experience first? I mean, it's nice to have, you know, to learn from you and, you know, like a trial run for me. But then again, it will be so much less exciting when mine comes out and it's nowhere near as cute. <laughs> Lauren's convinced our kid's going to be cuter than yeah. hers. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. That's a nice humble place to sit. Well, obviously as we've talked about um, this whole year uh, for you and Lauren has been about evolving your journey and the evolution of your journey uh, actually over the last year has been something incredible. Now, I want to pause for a second because I know how this is going to go. People are going to go be like, are you kidding me? Jared isn't going to be around for the last two months of this pregnancy. He's going to be gone. Mm. Explain how busy Jared is already and like actually how you came to the decision that he is going to be gone uh, and that you're going to go down and spend some time with your parents and your sister. Well, definitely, ideally. I, I think when this all started, like the idea that I was going to deliver at you know, my dad's hospital. Um, We didn't think it would so much align with the time that we opened the business. So I was just like, oh, Jared and I are going to live with my parents for, you know, five weeks together. 
Um, and then once the business opening did align with it, it was like, oh, you know, it's okay because he's at work genuinely at least 12 hours a day. Yeah. So it's not like we'd be spending so much quality time together anyway. And it's not like I'm just like this bustling, like fun person to be with right now, <laughs> yeah. you know? So we would see each other for like an hour at night. I miss him very much. Like, and I want him to be here. He but will come down multiple he's times. He's going to be coming down multiple times. And I think about like all the other couples out there who have to spend even further amounts of time apart. Yeah. Like my sister-in-law who just, you know, delivered a baby six weeks ago. She went an entire year without seeing her husband because he was stationed in the military and she was pregnant throughout the entire thing alone. So five weeks with Jared coming to make sporadic visits and being with my family. It's all good. Yeah, it is. Even though unconventional, I understand. I do think this is the best decision for for me uh, and my body. Being unconventional is fine. Uh, it's work for us, right? You met a guy on a reality show. Well, hey, I want to pause here. We've mentioned it before, uh, but we are celebrating Ashley and Jared and the new baby with Ashley's family. Some incredible guests this episode, and it's thanks to Hyundai. This is an incredible baby shower. Ashley has been sh thrown the best baby shower with the help of Lauren and her mom yes. and others. They've set up uh, this room for them. It is full of some of the greatest gifts any child and any parent could imagine. Thank you, Hyundai. It's incredible to have you a part of this evolution of Ashley and Jared's journey to this point in time. We are so pumped to celebrate the two of you. Hey, let's take a break here. When we come back, we will be still with Ashley's sister, Lauren. And we're also going to play a game led by Ashley. All right, guys, we are going to make predictions with all of our guests. We're going to ask them the same questions. But right now we want to start out with Ben and Lauren's answers to these questions. So, guys, my due date is February 10th. What do we think the actual date of birth will be? Oh, um, okay. February 5th. Ooh, I was going February 3rd. Okay. So we're all thinking early. Definitely not late. Uh, there's no way Ashley has the patience to go late. No That's shot. True. Her that whole is body true. is already trying to like, you know, <laughs> totally. make this happen. Yes. Uh, I agree yeah, with definitely you early. We all yeah. agree. Early. I would say, I would say somewhere right around there, like the third through the sixth, um, birth weight. So this is something that I've talked about multiple times. I'm worried about it. Um, Jared was 10, he was 10 two. his mom didn't have an epidural. She apparently didn't think it was a thing in 1988. She was so, sorely wrong um but anyway yeah so i i'm gonna go with oh, 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 i'm gonna make my own predictions i'm gonna go with eight pounds uh i'm gonna go with a cool uh seven pounds eight ounces i have a feeling this is gonna be seven pounds two ounces like i think this baby is gonna be one of those that it's born long and like <laughs> lean and then it just gets so <laughs> chunky like three months in Okay, yes, he's gonna be chunky eventually. I, actually, one of my prayers, and I mean this, I'm gonna write it in my phone for the prayers that I actually pray, and not just saying I will pray for you. One of my prayers will be God give Ashley somehow either the confidence, 
the courage or to to or just like help her not have a 10 pound baby yeah yeah <laughs> i cannot imagine what would happen but we want a chunky baby because they're so cute <laughs> With a great jawline. Um, All right, sorry. The next one. Oh, okay. The next one, Lauren is very well aware of, and the world will be aware of very soon. Does Ben know? Ben, do you know the name of my child? I do not. Nope. Guess. Okay. So do, now do you get guess. to guess. Tom. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a good guess, but it, <laughs> not Tom. But it's not right. <laughs> um, no. In all honesty, I think I could <laughs> see you guys going with like. Um, Man, that's hard today because names have gotten so like out there and different. But the first word, the, the first name that came to mind was like a um, Trevor, but I don't think it's going to be Trevor. Hmm. Good name, but good. not I it. I do like the name Trevor. And I think that Trevor's t- turn out to be pretty hot usually. Yeah. Oh my God. I, yeah, I guess the goal is for your son to be hot. <laughs> well, is that something, no, no, no. Is that something you guys think of? Because Wait, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you want to. Yeah, 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 you you want a cool kid in school. Yeah, but you, you think of you think about them being a stud. You, well, yeah, you, because I think. so. You know, sometimes when we talk about baby names, Jessica doesn't know like people of my past from high school or middle school or whatever, and she'll say a name and I'll be like, "We can't." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Because that reminds me of this person, and they weren't tight. Like they weren't nice. They weren't yeah. cool." But there are those names that when you say they have this like feeling of no, that's going to be a cool kid. Mm-hmm. Lauren won't let me like name a kid. This wasn't a top choice for a boy. It actually probably would be a top choice for a girl, um, Logan, because mm-hmm. she dated a Logan. Uh, yeah, that's pretty normal. But I'm like, Lauren, that was so many years ago. Okay, well, we could, <laughs> no, but apparently I, she gets really mad. When, but let me flip it around yeah, on know, you. And how where does that feel? <laughs> yeah, but like that would be like you coming up with a guy that I had a crush on for like a year. Versus, okay, I guess that is a long time. She's just so mean. I guess that is a long time. Okay, okay, okay. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. All right. Next question. The color of the outfit that the baby's going to go home in. I want it to be in a neutral gray. <laughs> Lauren is like my stylist when things are important. So I'm probably going to let her choose the color. No. It might be like an olive too. There's it could be like chance. olive. Ashley, there's zero chance that baby is not going home in a New England... New England Patriots outfit. Zero oh, chance. He, he might have to come home in like a Tom onesie. I, I 100% know that somebody's going to send it to you or you're going to buy one. That he, Oh, we have them. There's tons. <laughs> it's going to so happen. Don't send us any more. <laughs> no, send, the, send them to us, but in like different sizes. We have enough zero to three months in, in Pat's and Tom stuff. Oh. Okay. And lastly, Ben, Lauren, which parent is the baby going to look most like? They look like twins either way. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, say. Ashley and Jared have similar features. So um, I think Jared, because on the ultrasound, it had a very strong chin. Yeah. And Jared has more, like, distinguished Cut. and distinct yeah. features, mm-hmm. you know, from his eyes to his, like, his um, cheek muscle, oh. uh, cheekbones. To, like so those things are going to transfer i think and no matter what ashley and jared's noses are similar but ashley's nose is very like distinct i think it has ashley's nose and everything else really looks like jared but yeah they they it's going to look like ashley and jared they look the same yeah. thing look the same way <laughs> well thanks ben i said if there's one thing on their face that i'd i'd if i had to pick yeah. would rather come from my face than yours i say it is the nose but your nose is very adorable too babe so yeah either you, way 
you've always claimed that you you believe you have a great nose, and and I think you have I a do. great nose, Ashley. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. You mm -hmm. know, it just really annoys me when people think that I got a nose job. It's like, no, I didn't. Lauren did. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't as blessed. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Um, Lauren, real quick, before we, we let you go here, um, mm -hmm. any encouraging words for Ashley uh, over the next two months as she finalizes this and that you're going to be with her for it? And then finally, um, before you send off, we'd love uh, once again to remind people where they can follow you and find you. Oh. Oh my area. God, of course. Um, encouraging words. I think that there's just going to be so much help. And like, I'm glad that mom is going to be there showing you the ropes. You're not going to be alone. And you're going to be delivering in a great place with literally Jared and I by your side. There's something to be scared of. You're going to have a beautiful epidural. <laughs> and um, and I, I think you're. it's going to be less scary than you think so okay. i mean i have no idea what i'm talking about but i think it'll be fine <laughs> that's great that's great and, thanks lauren and then lauren where can oh, people yeah. find you um you can follow me at lauren ai and follow the i don't get it podcast oh that's right yeah go get oh, the shameless plug for the other podcast hey Sorry. ashley uh i am curious i know he said we'd go here but i am curious a question came up when lauren was talking so when are you going to go back to rhode island with the baby then I think probably like three weeks after. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. If that's like c cool with, you know, the pediatrician and stuff. Yeah. Cool. That that would be, that'd be ideal. Sweet. Awesome. Well, Lauren, you're gonna be the best Dan ever. Uh, best of luck as you enter into these next two months with the crying, emotional, uh, I once called her beautiful Lauren and I got very strongly corrected to say, I don't oh, feel beautiful oh. right now. So I'm not going to say that. But you're going to be the best oh, sister. Oh, yeah. She bit your head off, huh? Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Lauren, I'm, I'm very, uh, Ashley's very lucky to have you here for the next two months well, and your mother. So best of thank luck. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was lovely being here. Thank you for having me. After the break, we'll talk more about evolving our journey with other bachelor moms who've evolved their journeys. Sometimes multiple times here uh, over the last year. There we go. We'll be back. <laughs> All right, guys, Lauren Lyondyke is on the line. Hey, Lauren, thanks for being here. Hey. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Well, um, how far along are you, Ashley? I have, I'm 35 and a half weeks, which is like this really weird point that like I was craving to be at for the longest time. And now I'm like, okay, wait, I'm scared. I'm like, no, wait, he, <laughs> stay in, no, come out, stay in, no, come out. It's like all yeah. dependent on the hour. I know, um, I remember that. Yeah. Describe where you were at this point. Well, maybe, maybe with Alessi, <laughs> not <Yeah>. the twins. <laughs> the twins, you must have been dying to get out. <laughs> yeah, at this point with the twins, I think I had like a week left. So I was very ready um, but with Alessi, I think I was kind of in the same place as you. I was like so excited to be there. And then as soon as I got there, I was like, okay, am I ready for birth? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I also felt ready at the same time because I was very swollen and just like puffy all over. It was really uncomfortable. So I know how you the, feel. The puffy is kind of setting in. I thought I was going to be puffy 
way longer than this but like I can start I'm really starting to see it in my face I'm like I this is the time where I should retire from life you know I shouldn't <laughs> leave the house I think this is the last time I should leave the house <laughs> uh, I think I want to ask you because you just said like am I ready for birth that is my number one fear like I cannot get over that hump of like what it's going to be like the first week of having him because I'm just so I'm like that moment of my life will be after I experience the scariest moment of my life <laughs> so is delivery really the, the scariest moment of your life no honestly I was afraid of it probably where at the point where you're at right now and then by the time I got really close to the end, I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, just get her out right now. Like, can you induce me any day? I was just like, didn't even care about the fear anymore. I was just like ready for it to be done. So I think you'll probably get there too. Yeah. Um, and then right after, like, you don't really even think about that anymore. You're, you know, you're taking care of your newborn and you're sleep deprived and you're really busy and it's just all new and you're learning a lot. So I think you'll forget about it pretty quickly. <clears throat> That tends to be what people say. It's like, you're so ready that it's not even scary anymore. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so that the, for the first couple of weeks now, these are other things that I have no idea. I haven't read any books. Have you, did you read any books or anything like that to prepare you for like, how do I know how often to feed them? How do I know how to <laughs> swaddle? You'll, you'll learn. I mean, I didn't read any books, which I probably should have. I think a lot of my friends, that's what they did to prepare but for me, I did some classes like taking care of babies was what Ari and I did when Alessi was like four weeks old, I think. Um, and that was really helpful. So I would look into that. She'll kind of like teach you how to feed, how often, how to swaddle, all of that. So you'll be fine. And you did that together. You and Ari did that together. Do you recommend Jared and Ashley both doing these? Yeah, totally. Okay. You guys have to be on the same page. So he's got to do it with you too. How'd you guys, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I have the, that freaking phlegm shit, the, the, the baby postnatal drip, thing? and it's just, yes, nobody <laughs> talks about it, but like 50% of women like experience it throughout. I'm learning so much, Lauren, um, through Ashley's uh, pregnancy, like being able to talk to her every week has been such, like I'm sitting here right now, I'm going to be very quiet today, not on purpose. But because like, I don't even know what to ask. Like, I have zero idea what's going on. Um, I'm learning as we go here. But so, Ashley, I don't know if we talked about this in a while. Lauren, if you didn't know, Ashley, for a long time, and if I'm sharing too much, like, again, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, for a long time was sick, like every day. Uh, Ashley, I haven't asked you, are you still sick uh, often? And then this phlegm thing is a thing like that happens. <laughs> it doesn't happen to everybody, but it happens to a lot. Okay. And it's one of those things that people don't talk about. And we're in the morning now. And this is when it's bad for me in the morning. And I definitely have to like eat when I wake up, because if not, I have like a stomach full of mucus. And that really leads to a lot of nausea for me. But no, <clears throat> the past four weeks have been really good. Um, I don't think I've thrown up for about four weeks. It was like oh two weeks God. after your wedding that I started to like just be, just be fine victory yeah oh my wow. goodness you, you've been sick this whole time yeah i was i was i, I threw up through like 27 weeks oh you poor thing I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it was not good lauren is there anything that you experienced throughout pregnancy or early motherhood that you just did not have any idea existed well now that you're talking about the whole like congestion stuff yeah. um 
I had this weird thing towards the end where my mouth like swelled up <laughs> and I couldn't talk very well. So I just sounded like my mouth was full all the time. It was really weird and I hated it, but I got it with both Alessi and the twins. That's so weird. I haven't yeah. heard of that. But you know what I've had is that dyskinesia where it's just like it tastes, my mouth tastes bad. Like I'll brush my teeth and 10 minutes later, it'll taste like I just woke up and didn't brush my teeth again, which is like also common. They say it tastes like metal, like you had a whole bunch of pennies in your mouth. Mm-hmm. That's that's like apparently the most common taste, but then there's also just like the old, just like the overall bad taste. So I haven't tasted pennies, but I just taste an overall badness and it sucks <laughs> because it makes you want to eat even more than you want to eat because you just like, when you have food in your mouth, you don't taste that. Shit. And then yeah. when you don't, you're like, anyway. does your breast smell bad? apparently not like nobody says that they smell it but like right. it just tastes really stale to me oh my goodness that sucks yeah sorry <laughs> i know okay but so tell me something about like the first week of being with the baby that you never expected um the first week well i don't really i don't remember specifically the first week but i do know when alessia was a newborn i was like so protective over her I wouldn't even let Ari take care of her without me either. I didn't trust anyone with her. Really? So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was just me. And maybe that's like a new mom thing, but I was so protective. Ari would literally be like trying to sit on my lap while I was breastfeeding her. He wanted to be like involved. I'm like, get away. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was really kind of weird when I first had her. Is that, is that like instinctual? Uh, I've always been curious because you hear like the mama bear come out, like once the child is born, did you expect that out of yourself? Or is that just, did that just happen? That was a total surprise to me. I thought that I would be able to like take a nap and like let Leslie or let Ari take care of her and I would be fine, but it was not that way. I mean, I think my hormones were just out of control. So I was kind of crazy, but maybe not everybody gets that way. No, that's actually a great point to bring up. How did you ever get like any sort of postpartum depression? Did you, how long did it take for you to feel eh, emotionally and physically normal again? Or did do you ever well, feel physically and emotionally <laughs> normal again? Yeah, you do. Um, okay. I think with Alessi, I didn't really experience postpartum depression. I did a little bit with the twins. Um, but with Alessi, I just feel like you kind of have this little identity crisis when you first have your first baby, because you go from being, you know, just worrying about yourself and being kind of selfish and like having all this time. And then you have this little baby you have to take care of. And it just kind of changes the way that you view yourself. And I think I kind of panicked at first when I first had her, I was like, I don't want to be just a mom. And I was like, so afraid that I was going to only be a mom once I had her. But after she was a little bit older, I felt like I could get myself back again. And I would just, like my one piece of advice about that is just remember that it's temporary and like you'll get your time back and it'll be okay again. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel good because that's actually like big fear that I've been thinking about more and more lately is just how do I like kind of like continue my own life while the child be part of it? Because there's so many people that I feel like after they have the baby, like they don't know themselves anymore. 
Mm-hmm. So is, is there any tip to like get into that zone that you have? Yeah. I mean, I feel like from what I know about you and Jared, you guys are a pretty good team. So I feel mm-hmm. like you guys will be able to kind of bounce things off of each other. So like if you need time for yourself, he'll probably allow you to like, like he'll take care of your baby while you yeah. go do something for yourself. But I think it's just important to go do things that remind you of who you are and things that you enjoy. So don't make it all about the baby all the time. You deserve to have some me time too. Right. Uh, Lauren, advice. Uh, I'm going to lead us through a little game here in a second. Obviously today is about celebrating uh, Jared and Ashley and their uh, soon to be baby boy. Uh, but before we play this game, before I ask uh, you and Ashley these questions, uh, what are you up to these days? Anything you want to talk about, promote and bring attention to? Um, well, I'm actually still kind of in the baby bubble with the twins. So I'm just like, we're just climbing out of the hard part now with them. They're seven months old. Um, so Ari and I are, we are doing our YouTube. So we're always like planning for that and doing videos for that. So if anyone wants to keep up with our family life there, you can do that. Um, we, I'm actually working on a new project that I can't really talk about yet, but I will say it has something to do with like the fashion industry that I'm really excited about. Um, but other than that, like, I'm just excited. We're going on our first trip, just us two for fun next week for our anniversary. So oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. Three years of marriage. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Three years. Three years. Well, here's the question. Here's how this is going to work. Um, we'll look out for the announcement of your new project. We'll be excited about that. And uh, your YouTube is incredible. If anybody who does want to follow it, it was recommended to me uh, just to watch uh, by somebody a couple months ago. They said, you got to watch this. And so I watched uh, uh, probably five of your videos. They're really well done. Um, And so people should definitely go out and check that out. So I'm going to ask three questions here. You're, uh, Lauren, if you don't mind, uh, you'll answer them according to how your household operates now. And then Ashley will be predicting how her household will operate. We'll start each question with you answering, Lauren. Here's the first question. Who changes more of the diapers? It's about 50-50. 50-50. Ashley, who will change more of the diapers? <laughs> if Jared wasn't working so much, I'd say that he would. Um, I say that he's going to take more voluntarily and I'll have to do more because I'm the only one home. If that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, okay. Lauren, who is the more patient parent? Uh, this is 50-50 as well. You know, we both have our good and bad days. That's great. Hey, Ashley, who will be the more patient parent? I'm not a very patient person in general, <laughs> but when it comes to like our little cuties, I am. So like, I'm just referring to our relationship with Lois. Yeah. Um, so if it's anything like that, I will be more patient than Jared. Lauren, who was more nervous during labor and delivery? You or Ari? Definitely Ari. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley. She's not big on needles. Who will be? more nervous for uh during labor and delivery you or jared i think this is almost 50 50 even though my fear is high um he has a tendency of i'm not sure if i've ever said this on the podcast before fainting during fainting during um (laughs) go ahead it's fine (laughs) (laughs) during vaginal trauma scenes and movies (laughs) oh no no way (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> he's fainted twice in the movie theater, once during a C-section scene and then once during um that bottle scene in Gone Girl. Wait, why? Like is this just a is this like a like do you know where that comes from? No. <laughs> so he feels he feels so deeply for this is he could um come he'll come on and talk about this. It's a very funny story. The one time the ambulance had to come and his parents had to pick him up from the ER. Oh. And like they oh turned the God. lights up and they stopped the movie and everything. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you imagine like like how do your parents say, Are you okay, Jared? What happened? It's like this. Oh man. Oh geez. There was a C section yeah. for an alien. Oh. <laughs> um Lauren. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. We wish you the best. Uh, thanks for sharing your story uh, with us. Final final question for you, Lauren. Who do you think the child is going to look most like, Ashley or Jared? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. I think initially probably Jared because I feel like they always look like the dad. Yeah. But yeah, maybe you later on because he's a boy. We'll see. Who do you feel like your kids look like? Um, Alessi and Lux definitely look more like Ari, but I think Senna looks more like my family. Okay, interesting. Yeah, go. I would say that if I had to, like, I can't pick, I can't pick out your baby, your, your baby, baby faces right now. But I'd say Alessi probably definitely looks more like Ari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone says that. It was really annoying at the beginning. But I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Lauren Leindyke, thank you so much for coming on. Best of luck with all the things coming up in the future. Again, please go check out her and Ari's YouTube. And uh, thank you for being a guiding mentor to Ashley as she enters into this new season of uh, of life for her. Thanks, Lauren. Of course. Yeah. Good luck, Thank Ashley. Thank you. Bye. Happy for you. Bye. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. All right, now we have Crystal Nielsen joining us. Hey, Crystal, how you doing? Hi, guys. I'm so awesome. Ashley, I'm so pumped for you. Are you this- pumped for me? I'm like so scared. Like Jared and I talk every day. We're like, did we make a huge mistake? Because <laughs> everyone... Okay, so this is what's funny. When you when you're trying to get pregnant, people are like, "When are you gonna have kids?" Like, "Oh my god, you have to have kids, right?" And then you get pregnant, and people are excited for you. But then they also start saying things like, 
um, re- get ready to never sleep again. Get ready. You know, I, I, and then I get I, like comments on Instagram, which are so annoying. And one time I had like an actual emotional breakdown over oh, it. Oh no. Um, where it was like, if you think pregnancy's tough, wait till you have the kid. Like wait oh my for gosh. the next 18 years of your life. Okay. I'm like, oh, I have been throwing up for 27 <laughs> weeks and you're telling me it's going to get worse than this. <laughs> what is going on? So please tell me like that we, that this is all, quote worth it because that's that's also what everybody says they're like you know what it is i know it's the worst part of it's the worst it's the worst right now but it's worth it you know it's so funny like with pregnancy and having a baby like every cliche thing you hear ends up being true like there really is a reason why people tell you that and it really is that I think the biggest thing I wish I could take back from my pregnancy was I had so much anxiety about birth, about labor and delivery, about what about when the baby comes and I don't sleep and baby only wants me. And there was so much, uh, just like stress and expectations that I had from fear of other people kind of sharing that with me. And it really took a lot of the joy away because the, the real truth is, you know, you're, you have intuition. And Ben, when you have a baby too, um, you're going to have that too. You're going to have those instincts and you know, that baby, not all these people on Instagram, not even like, (laughs) you know, close friends or family members, like that's your baby. And you have that special bond and you just got to listen to that. And then you're just going to be so happy when that baby's in your arms. It is so going to be worth it, Ashley. And labor and delivery wasn't that bad. It was actually a really incredible, fun experience. I, uh, I want to interject here for just a second. Um, it is what I've never said this out loud except to Jessica, but like it is one of my fears. And that's uh, we just had Lauren Leindyke on, Crystal, and I kind of asked her the same question because it is something on my mind often. I want to be a dad. Like I, I really do. I've always thought it, you know, I could be a dad. I always like was yeah. like envisioning that. You're like made to be a dad. But it's, oh, yeah. You're going to be yeah. great. But it's like there's this side of me that, uh, some some evil or some voice slips in where it's like, uh, but you, like nothing in your life is preparing you for that. Like you're you're too selfish. You you yeah. you barely like find time for anything, any like friendships or anything. Or you know, right now, how are you going to find ch- time for a child? And I yeah. asked Lauren. I said, "Is it instinct? Like, does it just kick in? Um, do you feel like is there a preparation you can do leading up to that moment uh, until the child is born, or does it just happen?" When you you're holding that baby for the first time, you're going, no, it's this is ju- it. It's just magic. It just happens. And I'd say like a big thing I know for me personally, I also was really afraid to to become a mom. A lot of that, I, I when I did some deeper work, realized a lot of it was like self worth and like fear of things repeating from like my childhood into like a life. And that was so much pressure and stress and fear there because it's the unknown. You don't know, but having that fear to like keep you from experiencing this transformation of yourself, like who you are as a person completely changes. And I, and I heard this piece of advice, which has been my favorite. And it's that becoming a parent actually makes you a better person because you're not just showing up for yourself. You're not so selfish anymore. You're showing up as a better person because you're role modeling that in front of someone. And so you get to really tap into who you want to be as a as an incredible person and influence for your child. So it's amazing. And I think that like Ashley was sharing a lot of women, we just kind of share uh, the bad stuff. Cause it's, it's memorable. <laughs> it stands out. It's like, Oh no, I had it worse. I was sick, mm-hmm. you know, or, or whatever, like here, my labor story. And there's almost this like pride in it. Um, <laughs> but we should, I really wish that 
it, talking about the, the beauty uh, of becoming a parent was a little more memorable as opposed to the standout hard moments. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed keeping it real about the pregnancy because I feel like a lot of people are afraid to talk about like they, their expectation is that they're supposed to just be happy all the time. No, um, and, <laughs> no you're not. and all that. And I'm glad that I've been really honest about it, but it is so crazy that like the aftermath people are just like, well, you're in for it. Your, your life is going to change. And all Jared and I are talking about over the past couple of weeks now is like, are we going to like our life more afterward than we liked it now? <laughs> Oh, yeah. You're yeah. going to love it. You're okay, both going to love it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. and we only fear things that we don't know. I was actually just exactly. reading a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Becoming Yourself. Have you heard of, of him or mm. that book? Uh, I think I may have heard it from you talking about it on Instagram. Probably. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's an incredible book. And he says that we fear the unknown. And so this practice of like visualization, when we can actually walk through, for instance, buying a house, getting married, uh, going through labor and delivery, welcoming that baby, when we can sit and actually create a real memory, a real emotion, and we can we can create this new reality of the future, we walk through it. It's not as scary because we know what to expect. And that was a big technique of visualization that I did preparing for labor and delivery. Oh, it made okay. me feel empowered as opposed to being like, what the going to happen. And we did have like a scary situation, but I had done my research. I spoke with my aunt who's a labor and delivery nurse. And she told me, you know, um, of some things to anticipate and expect. So when you have the knowledge, you feel confident going into situations. Well, thank you for that. That actually, that's a technique that I am down for. And I think I will start trying and it's going to be easy and it's going to be fun and that's just like the intention that you got to set for it do you it's think be amazing. Right. do you think at all crystal too like as we talked about these instagram comments and we talk about people's individual experiences being a mother and a father and and kind of how they have uh experienced it am i i was talking to my buddy the other day um who is a father of two now and he said you know at first you would hear all this stuff and you just kind of accept it and you like you know i'm gonna be tired and I'm going to be grumpy and I'm going to, you know, everything, all my time is going to be taken away and all this stuff. You, you hear all of this and you start to like internalize it. And he goes, you know what I've learned is that parenthood is a lot of what you make of it. Like if you look at this stuff as a, as a gift, if you look at it as fun and a challenge, uh, it doesn't have to be like this crazy, like, oh my gosh, everything's changing type of thing. It's an enhancement to life you had before. Do you believe in that at all? Absolutely. I mean, the book Man's Search for Meaning. I mean, the guy was in a concentration camp and he chose, and a lot of people could look at that as a very defeating moment in their life. And he chose to search for the meaning in it, search mm. for how this would empower him. And he like came out and became this incredible speaker that has influenced millions of lives. And so that's a big thing is things happen to us. Some people can see them as traumatic. Some can see it as a blessing and as an opportunity to get stronger. And that is a mental resiliency that not only just parenthood, but thinking about, you know, with your, you know, fitness goals or any other situation in your life, that is exactly how you empower yourself. So I'm totally with you there, Ben. 
Crystal, we have a game that we want to play with you. But first, I have to ask you a little bit about just like getting back into the health and wellness journey after (laughs) baby, because I was in the best shape of my life when I got pregnant. And then I got super sick, you know, like I've said multiple times in this podcast, over 20 weeks, couldn't really just couldn't do anything. Right. So tough. Yeah. And now I'm at this point where. It's like hard to, you know, everything's getting squished in my lungs and hard to breathe and all that. And I'm like (sighs) out of breath doing the simplest things. And I'm like, how am I going to work my way back into shape, especially when being so tired? So please give me all your advice. You know what? It's like with any big goal or dream, I'm sure like starting this podcast, you just start with a vision of where you want to go. And then you have a little work back plan of little steps you can start taking, um, like when I work with clients, they're like, I want to lose 50 pounds. We can't get frustrated that they don't lose 50 pounds in one week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know it's going to take, take time to put the 50 pounds on. It's going to take time to put, take the 50 pounds off. And pregnancy is the same way. It takes nine months for you to build this beautiful baby and have your body support it. And your body deserves some time and deserves some space and some grace to slowly acclimate back into this new um, version of itself. And so the best tips, the things that I did is really small and really simple. And this is what I've, you know, shared with all women is just focus on your hydration, focus on foods that give you energy it can be mm-hmm. tempting to go for a lot of unhealthy foods. Cause they're quick and easy, but you're really thinking about fueling your body. Cause you're fueling milk supply and everything and just walking baby wearing and walking, do it with Jared gives you time together, gives you fresh air, gets you out of the house. And Mm. most importantly, the sunshine is great for baby because they learned how to balance their, um, I'm totally blanking on what it's called, but their circadian rhythm. Okay. So that is really great. And I'm always so happy to be a resource for you, Ashley, for like deep questions. Cause I did get prenatal certified while I was pregnant. Oh, so awesome. really understand the human body as well as postpartum. So, so, I'm so awesome. Book of resources for you. I, I know you are and I will take and advantage. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a puppy comes before the baby for me. I'm, I'm, I'm very much, I was, I, I was laughing the other day. I was driving my cars, you know, I'm very much in a, in a good spot. I like where I'm at, but I was like, I'm going to just follow my friends and follow Ashley and Jared here. And like, I'll walk into this behind so that I get all the hand-me-downs. I, I yes, get all the resources. Totally. <laughs> I'm feeling really good about my strategy right now. Um, Crystal, we are going to play a little game with you. Uh, the first question I'm going to ask, though. Uh, so how this game works, we just played it with Lauren. You're going to answer uh, according to like where you're at in life. And then Ashley will answer into what her prediction will be. But... The first question is really just for you to answer for Ashley. This is just a fun little tidbit. So Ashley, get your notebook out here. Uh, Crystal, what are the must-haves in a baby bag? And then what is non-essential? What ends up going to the bottom and never getting used? Like the diaper bag? Yeah. Excellent questions. Well, number one, it should be a suitcase that you can wheel in. (laughs) Absolutely. A big one, too. Okay. Um, An outfit for you. Are we talking about a hospital bag or are we talking about just your daily diaper bag? Daily diaper bag. The diaper bag. Oh, okay. Digestive enzymes by Garden of Life for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Those go into every component component, and that's for me. Snacks for me. Um, Diapers, wipes, and then a couple change of clothes. I think that's really the essential um, as well as some baby Tylenol and nail clippers. That's pretty much all you need. Really? 
Really? That's yeah. so the baby bag doesn't have to be massive. Like you don't have to Mm-mm. strap it Nail around. Clippers in the baby bag? You will be so surprised how many times you're going to manicure that baby's nails every <laughs> week and a half. You got to clip the nails. Okay. They're going to cut you. Okay. <laughs> I got some of those gloves already. There's little mittens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the questions, Crystal. Uh, again, you answer them according to where your life is at now. And then Ashley mm-hmm. answer them to predicting uh, on where her and Jared will stand. So, Cute. Crystal. Who in your life takes the most pictures of the baby? Now, you are included in this conversation as well. For sure, me. (laughs) Ashley, who will take more pictures of the baby? For sure, me. And that alarms me because my iCloud is already totally, it's just, it's it's out of storage. And I have the most storage that you can buy on iCloud. So my job in the next four weeks is to just clear a ton out. That's a fun job. That's when I found Jessica's picture on my phone because I had taken it like <sighs> six months when I had to clean it up. Anyways, good story. So cute. Uh, next question. Crystal, in your life, who is the quickest to call the pediatrician when the baby is sick? Miles's mom. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Ashley, who will be the, the first to want to call or call the pediatrician when the baby is sick? Um, well, my dad's a doctor, so we're going to have him and, you know, he's the first call. And, and then afterward, it would still be me calling the pediatrician, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crystal, who is or will be the stricter parent? Ooh, maybe Miles. Yeah. Maybe Miles. Yeah, he's definitely Why? more disciplined with our dogs, that's for sure. <laughs> See, that's exactly <laughs> what I equate to. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say, Jared, goodness. just because he's stricter with Lois. Totally. But he's also like way more fun with Lois, too, mm-hmm. at the same time. Like he rough plays her. He he he's just like, you know, he'll he'll tackle her. Blah, 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 blah. But like also when she's bad, he's way more likely to, to go lowest. Definitely. Yeah, you and know? dogs need like an elf milk. We literally just had this discussion like yesterday. But I feel like when Andara gets older, I might step in and be more strict because like with her being a girl, I'm definitely yeah. gonna be like, oh no, no, no. I know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. played those games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nervous for that That's stage. Smart. <laughs> so Ashley, who will be the stricter parent, you or Jared? Jared. No question. I'm a little bit going to be more, more strict with like education and like doing your homework and stuff. But as far as manners and behavior goes, it'll be Jared. There you go. What a team. Hey, Crystal, uh, before we let go here, thank you again for coming on. Any updates in your life that you'd love to share with anybody listening? Um, any updates? I mean, Miles and I just put in our notice for our current place right now, and we have 60 days to find somewhere to live. I have we have no idea where we're going. You but were looking we're, at Nashville. We were. We were looking to move out of state. I think we're going to stay in San Diego because, I mean, it's San Diego. Yeah. And, you know, our support unit, most importantly, is here. And I, we realize we really want Andara to have that support growing up. So um, that's just the big thing. Um, I'd say I'm definitely moving. I'm currently getting certified in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Um, and I'm going to be launching some group coaching to really work with empowering women. Um, and I'm really pumped about it. 
here coming up in the next couple months. You do have some crazy stuff going on. You're going to be moving. You're starting a whole new program. That's really exciting. And Crystal, thank you for taking the time to come on and talk to us and celebrate Jared and Ashley and their future baby boy. Oh, thank thank you. you. And I just want to say, I'm so happy to connect with you guys because both of you have had big life transitions happen recently. Ben, congratulations on getting married. Thank you. Ashley, having a baby and becoming a mommy. It's so amazing. And I'm just so proud to watch your guys' journey. That's the whole theme of this episode, Crystal, is evolving your journey because we felt like the last, uh, you know, 12 months for us has really, uh, you know, we've evolved as humans a lot uh, and just in our experience. So thank you uh, for, for saying that with us. Oh, yeah. And then thank you for that adorable baby gift that you guys sent to Andara when I announced my pregnancy because she still wears the Patagonia vest and that little pink fur jacket. So she still rocks it. They fit her perfectly. So I think of you guys every time I put it on her. Looking fancy. She's looking fancy. There you go. Well, thanks, Crystal. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Hi. Hello, Hi. Trista. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. How are you feeling? It's weird. I feel my best at 35 weeks and I have the entire time. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know that's very rare and I, pre- I think it's yeah. probably going to end soon. <laughs> Don't say I that. mean, it's, it's inevitable that it's going to end soon because <laughs> you're going to have a baby. <laughs> Uh, what I mean is I feel like I will probably start feeling that like need for him to come out now yeah. just like you know like just even turning around in bed it's just like totally okay well, yeah. you can turn yeah, right. I can sleep on my stomach I mean oh I'm so excited to sleep on my stomach I'm a stomach Seriously. sleeper she is I a know. stomach sleeper well we uh for everybody listening we have uh the wonderful Trista Sutter on the podcast right now, talking with Ashley about everything good and everything to expect and sharing all of her wisdom on parenthood. Trista, thanks for joining Almost Famous. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to celebrate you and your baby boy. Oh, thank you so much. So we've had Lauren Leyendijk and Crystal Nielsen on so far, and both of them, you know, have kids in the, the you know, the baby phase. Yeah. And what I wanted to talk to you about is what phase, since you have teenagers, has been your favorite? Because I expect that I am going to like more, maybe not the teenage phase, but like my dad, he started really like hanging out with us when we got to like fourth grade and you can sit around the kitchen table and like have actual conversations with them. What what like define the the um the stages for me oh it's so hard because honestly i know this is a total cop out but i do love little bits of every stage i am a i'm a total baby person so if i see a baby in public i'm like ooing and eyeing and like totally trying to get their attention and love on them i'm a i'm a huge baby mom but I did really, truly love when they started talking. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of about 16 months old and they get that personality and, and they just start exploring 
expressing themselves. And so that was really fun. But I do have to say right now also, Max is 14 and he's like, wants nothing to do with us basically. But Blakesley (laughs) on the other hand is 12 and she is loving her mom right now. We have such a great friendship. The other day she told me, um, we were just snuggling in bed and she said, mom, you're my favorite of all my friends. And oh. I about, I know, I know. So, so there are just sweet little moments with everything. Of course, lots of it is really hard too, but I really do love every phase. What was the hardest phase? Oh goodness. Um, well, teenage years are definitely not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it's difficult because I wanted two kids because I wanted them to have a play partner. Totally. The me too. I looked at myself in the mirror today and I was like, you know, out of breath with my lungs all compressed. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to do this again. So that, (laughs) so that, that, so that he's, you know has somebody ben so, we have to actually talk about that because you are an only child and, and you turned out fantastic so. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah so that's why i kind of wanted to have a sibling because i grew up as an only child i wanted them to have a play partner and they really are not close like that and maybe Aww. they will be older but it's hard to see them kind of it's not hard to see them in their own element because i love seeing but both of them thrive independently but I also would love for them to be close. And also I, you know, the kids, we were super close. I mean, I was a stay at home mom, still, still am. And I always had a really close, close relationship with both of my kids. But now that the teenage years are creeping in, the moodiness is setting in and they kind of are disconnecting and, and establishing that independence. So that's, that's kind of hard. I don't know if you knew this, Ashley, but Trista and I, have a lot in common. We're both yeah, Indiana University an, an, grads. So we both child. went to IU. We're both only children. Trista, that brings in a question for me to you then. Did you feel all unprepared when you did have two kids to figure out how that operates? Because, you know, you and I both grew up without anybody else around. You know, there's good and bad to that. But did you feel like you could help them build a friendship since you as a child never really saw that with your sibling? Well, you know what? I, I did, I was lucky enough to have a a neighbor who kind of took me in because my parents got divorced when I was in fifth grade and my mom was still working. And so I would go to my friend's house, like growing up, that's where I was all the time. And they had three kids, uh, one older daughter than me, one younger daughter than me and one younger son. So I kind of had siblings in that relationship or that family relationship. Um, but I will say that I think I, I got a lot of help from my friends. Um, I had a lot of like mommy and me, I went to a mommy and me group when I was, when Max was just, I mean, he was brand new and I still, one of my best friends here is still from that group. And, and they, you know, we would always get together in these big groups and I learned a lot from them. So I I think that it came from not only the, the relationship I had growing up with my neighbor, but also 
from my friends and just seeing how they were with their kids. Besides the fact that I was a pediatric physical therapist for four years. And yeah. so, you know, I had, um, I had experiences with families who had multiple children in my work environment before I had kids. Um, with, Oh, go ahead, Ben. Do you follow up? Yeah, I do. I'm going to switch gears here. Um, mm -hmm. pretty drastically. But I okay. feel like this is a this is a this is a question. So maybe not a follow up, but another yeah. thought. Yeah. Uh, all good. All good. Whatever direction you want to go. This is uh this is something that uh is it you know with Ashley and Jessica, I don't feel like it's gonna be as big of an issue. But in my mind, I'm very curious. Uh, okay. Can you have a glass of wine or a couple drinks while you're breastfeeding? Or there's a term that I've heard. Pump and dump. Pump and dump. <laughs> Pump and dump, or do you have to pump and dump? Pump and dumping. Yeah. yeah, you know, it depends on who you are and what you believe. If you are pretty conservative, then there's no wine, no nothing. You know, um, I think there are people who would have a glass of wine and not worry about it. I was more towards the conservative side and would pump and dump um, if I was going to indulge in some alcoholic beverages, but. Um, but I think it totally depends. It, I don't think it's against, you know, any moral character to take care of or moral. I don't know what the word is um, <laughs> to, to like indulge in and give yourself some me time. But I also feel like there is that responsibility of knowing that you are giving your child nutrition and what you are putting in your body is going into your baby. So I, I erred always on the side of caution. Um, but it's totally, you know, an independent decision. Ben, I will shock you because you know that in notably France and Australia, that women have like up to five glasses of wine a night. I mean, night, not a See? night, a, a week, yeah. a week yeah. um, while pregnant, not during the first trimester usually, but yeah, yeah not no, a no, big no. deal at all. Um, one glass of wine a week, especially yeah, in your third. First trimester, you definitely want to be careful yeah. because that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. brain development and, yeah. and you can, you can do some harm there. So I think being even extra cautious during those times, I mean, it, especially mm -hmm. with what you eat and like not eating sushi, not eating deli meat. Yeah. Um, I think even I'm eating deli meat is, now you're like, at 35 <laughs> weeks i'm like i'm eating the deli meat i'm yeah. good <laughs> just, um, Go okay it. okay so let's talk about your relationship when it comes to kids when you and ryan had max mm -hmm. um did it feel like it strengthened your relationship or put more of a strain on it like my parents say that like they were like bonded and had like this magical time when i was born Okay. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> I know. I think it was all too easy for my mom though. She's just very maternal and she's just like, pregnancy was also a snap for her. Awesome. I had a horrible pregnancy, but I had, I, when, when my babies popped out, that was like the magic, the magical time for me. I would say it was hard on us because Ryan didn't feel as connected to his children at first because mm -hmm. they are just this, this little tiny blob and they were completely 100% dependent on only me. And he was still working at the time and I was breastfeeding and I was doing every single breastfeeding. I didn't want to burden him. So I didn't pump and do like bottles. I would definitely recommend doing that 
um, pumping, putting it into a bottle if your baby is able to take the bottle um, because it does encourage that, that time with Jared, that time with their dad. And so for us, I think it was, it was definitely strange because, uh, they were all about me. They needed me, only me. And of course, Ryan loves, loved his children when they were babies, but it was, it was hard on us. It wasn't, I'm, I'm like your mom. I'm very like maternal. And it was all about them when they were babies, especially. When did he start um, so, clicking with them? Uh, I would say probably when they started talking, like, you know, around like two, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has great relationships with them, but it's, it's more for him about, you know, he's this active mountain guy and being out on the mountain, going on hikes, going backpacking actually, I might take that back. I might say like later on, like not two years old for him to connect with them, but really he connected them with them when they were able to go on camping trips together. Um, when they got to go skiing together, you know, he taught them how to ski starting at two years old. So those kind of things, I think once he was able to share his passions with them, that's when he really connected Mm -hmm. with them. I've heard that Mm -hmm. so much. Uh, even Jordan Spieth, one of my favorite professional golfers, just said that this week. He's at his first golf tournament since having his first child. And they're like, how's it been? He's like, I, I mean, it's fine. I just I just sit there and she does all the work. Yeah. And I just like try to fill in where I can, but I'm not needed. And so I, right. Right. I don't feel bad about being at this golf tournament because <laughs> I know the baby's just fine. Um, totally. Yeah, right. Trista, uh, we're going to play a little game with you uh, here. Ooh, We've been playing it. it with everybody. <laughs> Uh, but before okay. we start the game, and I'll lead us through the game here. I'll tell you how it works. But before we start the game, okay. you know, you are uh, the mother of a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old. Uh, you have at least 14 years to look back now on parenthood. And I am sure there's something, because you are very introspective, you think very deeply, that you have thought through in the last few years where you go, I, I just maybe wish I would have done this differently, or I'm really glad I did it this way, or there's wisdom uh, take a few minutes here and just put any wisdom on Ashley as she's just about two months away, less than two months from having this child. Um, what would you tell a brand new mother? Well, there's a few things. I think number one is give yourself some grace. You're not going to do everything perfectly. No one ever does. You know, you're going to, you're learning and, There have been millions and millions and millions of other moms. So rely on them, but also give yourself some grace. Um, I think also going into having the baby, I'm sure you have a birth plan or have thought about this. And obviously you're good friends with Jade and she could tell you this, but have a birth plan, but don't like stick to it because (laughs) Jade and my birth plans could not be any different. (laughs) 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 totally but like having one is a good idea but also not right like knowing that things can go wrong yeah um I I had an emergency c-section and and it was super scary but I knew I would totally trusted in my doctors so I think just knowing that your doctors know what they're doing um and then uh you know, a big, huge piece of advice. I always say this is, this was the biggest piece of advice that I ever got. Um, and it's kind of controversial in that 
some people think that it's like kind of cruel to do, but developmentally, I think it's the best thing for your kids. And my kids are great sleepers. So when it comes time to, it's like, I think it's uh, three months. I think we moved Max into his crib and then we started um, doing cry it out maybe at four when they start eating solid foods. So at like four or five months, we did cry it out. Mm -hmm. And it was the best thing. Also, we didn't have a shared bed. Um, And if you're concerned, which I know that's on your mind of keeping the connection alive with Jared, I would say, try to stay away from a shared bed where they sleep in your bed, just because you guys still need to nourish your relationship. And that's really difficult to do when a baby is sleeping with you. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think trying to cry it out, it is horrible and torturous <laughs> on, on the mother, especially, but as long as you know that they're safe in their bed, you have the monitor on, just let them cry. They need to learn that they can take care of themselves and they'll be safe. You know, interesting. That's all uh, right. Well, thank you. I'm all that. about that because there's no way, um, there's no way a puppy first off is sleeping in the bed. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm real big. You're not letting the puppy sleep on the bed. The fact that oh my Lois in our bed is the greatest time of our day. Like uh, we love when we like pick her up right before we fall right asleep now. and put her no right in between way. us and we just we're in awe. Oh, uh, you you, uh, you 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 yeah, think it's different. gonna change when there's a baby. Yeah. You, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't want the baby in the bed, but I always want my little baby, my little baby dog in the bed. Your little baby Lois. Then you might change your mind when you get that. I've, and I, are you I've getting no, the puppy? I think so. I mean, don't tell Jesse. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I don't know if oh I have God, an option at this point. There's already like, there's already way <laughs> too much. We're way too far ahead at this point. Um, I love it. Uh, okay. Right, Here's game the game. Time. Here's the game. So, uh, okay. Trista. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. You're going to answer them the best of your abilities. Okay. And then Ashley is going to answer them as well, predicting, uh, for her future, what will happen. This is post baby being born. You ready? Yes. Who was better at singing lullabies? You or Ryan? Me, hands down. (laughs) I don't think he sang a lullaby at all. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, you or Jared? This is so obnoxious how many times I've compared our future child to Lois, but it'll be Jared because he loves turning her upside down, cradling her and Stop. singing songs to her. Oh my God, I need a video of that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, who is or was better? I guess was would be the better way to say this, I'm assuming. But who is better uh, at packing the diaper bag? hello, mommy organization. (laughs) And I was the one that was always in charge of it. So I needed to make sure, although I will say this was a big thing to learn from me. We went on a trip one time and I actually forgot diapers and we were in the airport, couldn't find them anywhere. (gasps) Thankfully, there was a sweet mom in a restaurant that I was like, is there any way that you could spare a diaper or two? Um, so just your diaper bag needs to be, uh, very carefully, carefully prepared. I, I honestly, I was more up in the air if I would have predicted when I asked you this question, because Ryan as a camper, 
and as somebody goes outside, mm -hmm. is very used to the details of packing a bag for long trips away. And so I thought maybe, yeah. just maybe, this was a hidden talent of his. No. I mean, he's good at packing, but I was always in charge. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ashley, who will be better at packing the diaper bag? That'll be me. Jared, when it comes to little things like that, can be forgetful. And I have a Mary Poppins bag always. Yeah, fair enough. Always. Well, uh, final question here. And this isn't a predictive question. I think Ashley probably has a very good idea of how to answer this question. But Trista, what was the first thing you ate and drank after delivering the baby? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. I don't, I don't remember. Um, oh, well, actually, I probably, I think I do. So the first delivery with Max, it was emergency C-section. So I had to go and I had to go under general anesthesia. Mm. So they don't really let you eat much afterwards. But I am obsessed with the graham crackers in the hospital mm. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and I had to have their graham crackers. So it was probably graham crackers. Ashley, That's what will be the hilarious. first thing you eat when this baby is born? I don't know what the first thing I'm going to eat is because like that'll have to do with like how I'm feeling. Okay, what's the thing you're looking okay, forward the to thing the most? I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to having a charcuterie board or like a cold cut sandwich guilt free. Like because I just said like I have right? been eating it a bit lately, but I'm excited to not feel any worry going in for it. Also really excited for a spicy tuna roll. Oh, that a girl. Uh <laughs> Trista, thank you so much uh, for joining us. You're always a treat and a pleasure and absolutely incredible. Couldn't say enough good things about you. So thank you for coming on today and sharing all of your wisdom with Ashley Jared and the future new baby boy. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited for you and can't wait to hear the good news. Thanks. Ashley, I truly hope that you feel celebrated. Do you feel celebrated? Yes, definitely. Are you I, are you feeling I, that was good? so fun? That was so fun with all the moms having different perspectives and like asking them about like different realms of motherhood. I feel like we got, you know, it wasn't repetitive. Um, we just got a lot of good advice. Mm. And you, I feel like I say we. Yeah, because I'm I'm in it too. I'm like you are. Yeah, I'm in it. One day soon enough, I feel like you are gonna be in it. I know that you and Jess say a couple years, right? Mm -hmm. But why do I feel like it's not gonna be a couple years? Why do I feel like it's gonna be like within the year that you tell us that she, that she's pregnant? Because just like I said, this uh, the puppy will never sleep in the bed. Um, my life, I consistently change my mind. Um, that's just one <laughs> of the things I've accepted about myself, and so. You, you never know. Uh, but Ashley... Does that mean she's pregnant now? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I can promise you that. <laughs> I do Is there preventative I, measures I, being I, taken? Or? No, no, but I do make that joke often, and it's not funny for her. Um, so I, I've been told that I can no longer, like, make that joke around people and, like, not say we are, but, like, kind of hint at it. And then she's like, you can't do that. That's not funny. I'm like, oh, I think it's funny. You guys, I say this because he kind of, like, said something on the phone the other day. And I was like, yeah. wait a second. Yeah. What? It, it really throws people <laughs> off. Um, yeah. So, Ashley, to close out this podcast, this is your celebration uh, through the iHeart family and through the Almost Famous family, who's listened for so many years now. Uh, and you had some great advice from some great mothers. But to close it out, I would just love for you to take some time to tell all of our listeners 
and tell me, how are you doing? How are you feeling? What are your emotions right now? You're getting very close. It's definitely like, as Crystal said, a lot of fear of the unknown, a lot of just questioning uh, about like, if we're prepared, how, how we're going to handle the life change. Um, if things will come instinctually, whether I need to do more research. So there's like a lot of anxiety, but like, I'm also really excited about, of course, meeting him. Um, I'm excited about seeing his personality develop. I'm excited about seeing his face. I am, um, excited about like feeling like healthy again. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of covers it. I think that everybody keeps using the word like excited, but I definitely think anxious probably fits it a little bit more, but it doesn't mean like we're not looking forward to it. We are. Um, but there's just so many unknowns and I liked her advice about like visualizing what it, it's going to be because like, you know, um, power positive thinking, it's kind of like what I've always done. So I'm thinking like, just put that out there, do what I always done with like even Jared, right. On bachelor in paradise mm. and since like, you know, just like kind of keep believing it's going to be great and it will be. How can uh, final question for you. And again, we want to thank uh, Hyundai for helping us celebrate Ashley's baby shower. Uh, they uh, have been incredible to Ashley and the uh, Almost Famous team as we have celebrated and are going to continue to celebrate Ashley and Jared as their evolution or as their journey continues to evolve now into being parents over the next few months. But thanks to Hyundai for doing this. Ashley, final question for you. People are listening. Uh, they care about you. Uh, they obviously listen to us talk every week. Uh, I'm your co-host, so I'm I'm here too every week. How can people now best support you and Jared over the next few months leading up to this? I think just like send the positive vibes instead of the vibes that are like, oh my God, you're in for it, you know, because we just talked about this too. Just like, oh, just like wait till, you know, you're so tired and like wait till like they talk back to you and all that stuff. It's like, can you just like let me enjoy each moment yeah. and just send positivity and just say um, like it's going to be the the best instead of thinking about all the negatives. Yeah, because you know, like you know, these negatives exist. Like you, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not. Like, like, you don't have to remind me. Yeah, you don't have to be remind <laughs> you what you what you need right now, and that's why I asked it. What you need right now is for people to lift you up and to be positive and to get you excited because. It's going to be hard, but you're going to figure it out. You're going to be a great mom. And Jared's going to be a great dad. Um, but And it's going to be awesome. And people, you just need people to tell you that. It's weird because, like, I'm always about, like, keep it real, right? So I want you to keep it real with me. But, like, there's a reason that people have multiple kids. It's because they like it more than they don't like it. You know mm. what I mean? And then sometimes the advice, sometimes the comments you get are, are like that, that it's Ms., and it's just like, you know, it's not because you wanted to do it all over again. Yeah. Well, uh, Ashley, and if Jared was here, but I'm sure he'll listen. Uh, it's going to be awesome. You guys are going to be great. You're made for this. Have a great time. Uh, and thank you all for listening and celebrating Ashley and Jared's 
uh, baby shower with us. Again, thanks to Hyundai for helping us put it on. Thank you, Hyundai, for my my toy store. It's so cute. <laughs> it really is. Well, with that, this is another episode of Almost Famous Podcast, a very special, special episode. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.